Hello, and welcome to the Howling Monkeys Comics. Today is Sunday, January 19th, 2020. Let's take a look and see what's happening in the fun together, shall we? Well, it is our first broadcast of 2020. M's here with me. M, you excited to be in a new year? Yes. It's 2020. Can you believe that? Uh, kind of. There's a 20, <clears throat> and then a 20 after that. Okay. So what do you think about that? Uh, Cool. All right, very cool. M's been very uh, busy lately, mainly listening to the Hamilton soundtrack, which yes. you just discovered. So you're pretty excited about that, aren't you? <coughs> yeah. What, what's your favorite part? Uh, all of them. All, <laughs> all of the songs. Every and she yeah. sings them all, and and I have to like give her alternate words for some of the the words. But uh, yeah. like uh, when we when he says he's the what fool that shot him, what do you Ham. say? Ham. So and I'm the. Ham fool that got him, got him, got him. There you go. So that's the she's working on a kid friendly version of Hamilton. That'll be a, that'll be available uh, soon and will be a blatant copyright violation. All right, let's take a look and see what's happening in the funnies today. Our first comic is The Born Loser by Art and Chip Sansom. In this episode, the Born Losers are at a restaurant, and the waiter is saying there's a wonderful special today. It's the Beef Wellington for fifty dollars. Uh, and then the waiter says, uh, "Can I take your order?" And the wife, Mrs. Born Loser, says, I'll have whatever my husband's having. And then Mr. Born Loser goes, I'll have the spaghetti. And she interrupts him and says, he'll have the beef wellington, and I'll have what he's having. And the joke here is that she ordered the expensive thing, but she wanted to see if he was going to order it first. And when he did not, she decided he, he to order on his behalf. So that's the joke there. Do you get it? Uh, yeah. Do you know why it's funny? Yeah. Tell me. No. Okay. Well, I don't think you're understanding the point of this. I, I this. get it. I get it. Well, tell our audience what you get. It's like she's saying go get and then he interrupts by saying we'll have the beef wellington. Because she really wanted the beef wellington. Right, and she, but he, she, she, he wasn't going to order it, so she went ahead and ordered it for both of them. So it's $100 worth of beef wellington. That's a joke. There. All right. Our next comic of the day is The Griswells by Bill Shore. In this episode, a uh, little kid is talking to um, the, his, his dad and says, Hey, that's a great book of animal stories that you have there, huh, Pop? And the Pop says, Huh? Animal stories? I thought it was a menu. Thought it was a menu. See, because he's a bear and he's looking at pictures of animals and bears eat animals. So yeah. he thought it was a, he was ordering, he was looking at something he could eat. Because bears eat other animals. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand is that the kid is wearing, like, pajamas. Yeah, no, he's wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, and maybe jeans or something. Maybe pajamas, I can't tell. And the dad's just sitting around, no clothes at all. So, it's a really weird situation here at the yeah. Griswold's household. I don't know what's, what's happening there. Alright, our next comic of the day is Arlo and Janice by Jimmy Johnson. In this episode, they're in bed. And, uh... Okay, Janice is, I think she's got a noise machine, and she's saying, what will it be tonight? Is it the ocean? And, and, and then she suggests ocean, no. Brooke, no. Rain, no. Thunder, no. How about just quiet? Okay. <laughs> and, and, yeah, he says, okay. And then, then he says, next year, no gifts that we can't eat or drink. What? I think the joke here is that they they bought a uh, somebody got them a or they got each other a noise machine for Christmas or something, and they don't they don't they don't like it. So the the joke is that uh, they they don't care for their for their gift, uh, but they they prefer to get something they can eat or drink. So that's the joke there. 
Our next comic of the day is BC by Yanyi and Hart. And in this episode, uh, one of the cavemen, it's either Peter or Thor, the blonde caveman. Um, so it's Peter or Thor. I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, and he, what? Okay, so the next the next one, it says, how do you address the issue of global okay. warming? Oh, hold on, you're jumping ahead here. But it oh. does say Peter. Oh, it's signed Peter. Okay, yes, by jumping ahead, you, you answered the question. This is Peter the caveman. You're right. He picks up a stone tablet and he etches on it, how do you address the issue of global warming? And he signs it. Yeah. In fact, Peter. Peter. So you're right. So he takes the stone tablet and throws it in the ocean where somehow it miraculously floats away yeah. because yeah. stones yeah. float in ocean. No, no, they don't. Well, exactly. That's my point. Unless it's like made out of volcanic <laughs> pumice or something, which wouldn't you can't really chisel. It's, the point is it's, you can't throw a stone tablet in the ocean and hope it floats away. But nonetheless... It does. So it floats away and he waits for several panels. Again, the question is, how do you address the issue of global warming? Warning, And it comes back, somebody's answered, polar cruises. And the hilarious joke here is that as the ice caps melt, there'll be plenty of water. So you can enjoy a, a nice cruise while the earth slowly dies. Our next comic of the day is the Argyle Sweater by Scott Hilburn. And remember, what is the Argyle Sweater not? The Far Side. It's it is not correct. The far side. It is not the Far Side. And things are getting weird now because the Far Side's kind of back. So uh, the Argyle Sweater's got to be sweating a little bit. And who doesn't sweat while wearing a lovely Argyle Sweater? All right. In this episode, there's some. There's a guy in a football helmet and like a, what is that, a cape? A with a, like he looks like somebody... Who does shows, but he's also a football player. Yeah, exactly. That is what he looks like. A fancy football player. And then there's a guy, he is a fancy football player. And there is a guy behind him with a, uh, like a pole. It's okay, it's a tightrope pole. That's what it is. Uh, and And then a guy that looks like Doug Henning behind him. And they're getting on a train. And the conductor says, hey, this isn't the Express. And the guy goes, I know. And then under it, there's a thing that says, the non flying Walendas. The joke, this timely joke goes back to many years ago, there was a, a family called the Flying Walendas that were in the circus and they did like high wire acts and trapeze and stuff like that. But this would be the non-Flying Walendas, so they're they're on a, they're on a train. So that's why that's... Isn't a train a, uh, basically a, um, express? Well, it could be, but that one's not an express, but that's not really relevant to the joke, which is, so I don't know why they put it in there. There's express trains and non-express trains. Express trains like go like from point A to point B. Like if you're going from Memphis to Chicago with no stops, that would be an express. But if it stopped different places, it would not be an express. Uh, okay. Or if you're going to uh, from from New Orleans to uh, Portland, Oregon, there's probably not a uh, there's probably not a an express for that. So there you go. All right, our next comic of the day is. Pickles. In this episode, the pickles are sitting down for dessert, and uh, Mrs. Pickles brings out a bowl of strawberries, and she says, "Ice cream." No, that's whipped cream. She says, "No, no, 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 no." She brings out ice cream. No, it's strawberries. Okay. No, it's strawberry. Look at them. They're strawberry. It says so. No, but uh, look, she said, "Look for dessert. I have a bowl of strawberries for each of us." So that that would be a clue that it's strawberries and not (laughs) ice cream. And then she goes, and here's some whipped cream if you think you need it. And she goes, personally, I like mine plain. And Mr. Pickles shakes and goes, oh, I'd like a little bit. And then he, with a, a how do, what is that word? <laughs> with a, that is P-F-F-F-T. 
<laughs> like she said. Uh, and he spray he covers his strawberries with a mound of whipped cream, kind of like the mashed potato scene in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It's that yeah. kind of level. Yeah. And then she says, do you think you'll be able to find the strawberries? Because, see, there's so much whipped cream, the strawberries are hidden. And that's the joke there is that Mr. Pickles uh, hid his strawberries in so much whipped cream. Oh, goodness. Our next comic of the day is... It's new. I don't know. It's not Maybe. new. No, it's Fred Bassett. We've done it before, but we don't do it often because it's never good. In, in this episode, Fred, who is a Bassett hound, is lying on the floor, and his owners are looking at him and go, Oh, I wonder what he's thinking about. And they come up with the various ideas. Is it chasing rabbits? Is it running around the yard? Etc. Etc. And then Fred, we get a little thought bubble. And what does Fred say? At this precise moment, I am thinking... If they will stop their chitter-chattering, and I might get some sleep. So the dog's thinking that if these people would be quiet, he could get some, some sleep. That's the joke there. On Fred Bassett. All right, our next comic of the day is Bizarro. Just it's one. another one we don't do often. We don't, we, I don't know if we've ever done this one. This is a, it's new. It's, bizarre. it's not new, but it's not one we've done. And It's called Bizarro, and in this episode, a cowboy is walking into an old, old-timey saloon. And he's saying, hey, I'm looking for six tough hombres to reenact a famous Japanese movie. The joke here is that the Magnificent Seven, which involves seven cowboys, six plus this guy, I guess, is a remake of of a Japanese movie called The Seven Samurai. And so so that's what he's referring to there is, uh, is that. So that's funny because it's both anachronistic and refers to an Akira Kurosawa film. All right, our next comic of the day is Blondie by by D- Dean Young and former Supreme Court Justice John Marshall. In this episode, uh, Dagwood is leaving home, and he's saying, hey, I'm going to work. And she goes, I have a catering job, uh, and says, oh, by the way. And he goes, okay, well, I'll stop and get some ice cream on the way home. And she says, well, how about butter pecan? And uh, he says, no, aren't, aren't, I think you'd like chocolate mint better. And she goes, no, I'd really like butter pecan. And he, he argue, they argue about whether she likes butter pecan or, and he goes, okay, well, fine, 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 blah, 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 blah. And finally, um, in the last panel, he's at work and the phone rings and he says, chocolate mint. I, um, the, the, I think the joke here is that he's not paying attention to what his wife requested. Maybe is, do you think that's it? That he, I, I, I don't know why this is funny i don't i don't either maybe it's funny because it doesn't make sense (gasps) i see so like the phone's ringing and he's thinking chocolate mint that doesn't make sense i don't know chocolate mint's (laughs) calling him oh he's i i don't know maybe 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 that's what's happening in blondie is that dagwood is getting a call from a a flavor of ice cream (laughs) Our next comic of the day is Dennis the Menace, and on Sundays, Dennis the Menace has a title. This one is Full Speed Ahead. In this episode, Dennis drinks some milk, runs out the door, goes and bothers the neighbor, runs past him so fast and he's in his hammock that he turns into a, a tornado, it looks like, and is yeah. spun around, uh, and he flies out of the uh, hammock. And, and he's the, like, you better run. <laughs> you, Mr. Wilson says, you better run, and, and Dennis runs away. And he go and she she run he runs in the house and he goes hey mom and he goes hey Dennis you need to calm down and then Dennis says I'm five and a half mom I've got the rest of my life to calm down the joke here is that children don't calm down but again I thought Dennis was older than this 
he they are letting him roam the neighborhood unsupervised at five and a half, not like, parenting him at all. I'm eight, and even now I can't be unsupervised. I, right, you can't. That's right. So I wouldn't let you go run next door and bother the neighbor all the time, yeah. would I? No. He's it's, five, and I'm eight. <laughs> it's ridiculous what they're allowing Dennis to do. This is this this is the kind of thing that ends up involving governmental authority. So watch out, Dennis the Menace is an unsupervised child who will probably be in state custody soon. Our next comic of the day is Hagar the Horrible. Hagrid, yeah. No, it's not Hagrid the Horrible. Yes, it's yes, Hagar it the Horrible. It's 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 not everything is about Harry Potter. This is Hagar. He's a Viking. Hagrid. You call him Hagrid. Okay. Well, Hagrid the Horrible is is shouting at a castle. Hey, come out and fight. Uh, you're a chicken. chicken, and he goes, "Oh, that reminds me, it's lunchtime." Because hmm. Hagar likes to eat. Then, uh, then Lucky Eddie, the Viking with a funnel on his head, comes out with a note and says, "Hey, I've got a message from you for you from the King of England." And uh, and Hagrid, Hagar says, "Okay, well, what does it say?" And uh, Eddie goes, "He says there is no doubt that you are a stinking dirty dog." And then um, Eddie goes, well, I must say, that king is an idiot. And Hagar goes, yeah, thank you for that. And hey, and Lucky Eddie goes, yeah, he used the word there, T-H-E-I-R, instead of there, T-H-E-R-E. And the joke, the joke here, of course, is, is, the joke here, of course, is that, well, yes, that's, well, that, 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 that's wrong. That's wrong. But the real joke is that Eddie's not arguing that Hagar's a stinking dirty dog. He's just making a point about about grammar, and that's that's where we are with that. Our next comic of the day is Slylock Fox. <sighs> I thought you liked this. Well, okay, Slylock Fox is a comic that has a lot of stuff going on, like, hey, which one of these things is wrong? There's a lot of activities, you know, which ones doesn't match. But the main the main feature of Slylock Fox is that Slylock Fox and his friend the mouse, who wears a bowler and pants but no shirt or shoes, solve crimes. And in this episode, Slylock Fox and and his and and Max Mouse are lying on the ground in like the jungle. There's a giant gorilla menacing them, a giant snake. There's a sloth overhead that is supposed to be scary, I guess. But the sloth, sloth isn't scary, and I don't get how the two well, on it. Have you ever seen a sloth for real? It's got yes. nails that are like bigger than your yes, face. I have seen a sloth. Where have you seen a sloth? Uh, it was like at this. It was at the zoo. Oh, you saw the sloth at the zoo? Okay. Well, it had humongous nails. Exactly. And if it got out and started chasing you, you'd run and go, ah. So ah. keep that in mind. Okay. Ah. So here's here's what happened. Count Weirdly, who is their arch nemesis, uh, gave Slylock Fox and the Mouse some lemonade that put them to sleep. Uh, and then he put them in a virtual reality chamber. He wanted them to believe they'd been transported, oh, get this, to the Amazon rainforest. But when Slylock Fox awoke, he knew he was not, in fact, in the in the, in the rainforest. How did he know? No, no, nah, wait, hold on. We're gonna let the audience figure it out. Hold on, we're gonna, we're gonna. Well, we're I gonna, didn't read it. Well, don't. Well, fine. We'll see what your answer is. But let them think about it. Hold on, hold on. They're thinking. All right, that's enough time to think. So, so, M, what did you think is the reason that they knew that they were in Count Weirdly's virtual reality chamber instead of the actual rainforest? Well, two things. Okay. Um, 
the sun isn't yellow. Oh, no, that's true. It is. And the it's sun not is pink. going that's down, true. and it's not going down. But we don't know if it is. Okay, fine, it's fine. It's not. But it's what's well, this? A picture? You can't and, see it move. Um, what else? And, uh... The sun is pink. She's right about that. Yeah. And one of the creatures, I forget which one, does it isn't in the Amazon. You, it doesn't live in the Amazon. You can't tell which one? Yeah, I, don't, uh, I forgot which one, but I know one of those. Uh, well, you... Because I remember it's either, like, a... Like that, a that a snake or a gorilla. It's you're right. It's the gorilla. There are no gorillas in South America. The gorilla, the great ape, does not live there. It lives in Africa. So that's how you know that he is in a virtual reality chamber. And I don't know why Slylock Fox and Max Mouse would be drinking lemonade that Count weirdly gave him in the first place. Because that guy's always trying to do something to him. Yeah. It's like, why would you do that? He's your enemy. Don't never drink lemonade from your enemy. That is the lesson here, or at this young point, lady. Anybody you don't know. Right. Don't take <laughs> drinks from either people. Certainly, don't take drinks from people you don't know. But definitely, don't take drinks from, from your, your sworn enemies. enemy. That's that way lays madness. All right. And another thing that Slylock Fox does nope. is. How oh, to draw. That's totally wrong. It's <laughs> how oh, to draw well, a donkey. Time to explain all the facts. Uh, okay, well, first of all, here's how okay, to draw a donkey. So first of all, you draw this weird shape of a head <laughs> and ear. Then, step two, draw a couple squiggles of like a circle and a squiggle. Step three, <laughs> finish it, and you have a donkey. <laughs> and that's step, drawing a donkey in three easy steps. Okay, Thank no, 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 no. This is how you draw a donkey. So it's like this weird shape, yes, but you That's add one you. ear. Yeah. And then you yes. put another ear and yeah, yeah. an eye. It's like kind of an oval, oval, yeah. but it's going sideways. Mm -hmm. And then you add the tongue by like just kind of doing a line. And then you do the nose by just right. doing a Right, but, then, but that's step two. No, wait, wait, wait. No, wait no that's, you're done with step two. No, okay. No, I'm not. Okay, so, and then on step three. Okay, yes, I am. But Exactly. There's and no. And then, so you're going to add like this mouth thing. And you're just going to put a line. Thing. Okay, you're over-explaining this, no, honestly. No, I'm not. I and think then, you, you and don't then understand you add the joke two teeth. I think you're overdoing And then you this. add, um, you like. You do not understand what we're doing. <laughs> then you add three ears. This is. This, <laughs> there's not three ears. It's a donkey. Okay. No. Three hairs from three hairs, three, three hair, hairs yeah. coming from the ears, uh -huh, uh -huh. and then you add a, <sighs> like a bunch. Of, let me count. Yeah. One, no, stop counting. Okay. That's too and many. Like no, there's a bunch. You're 100, right. One hundred. Uh, yeah, there's like lines, like a hundred lines. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, that's how you draw. Oh wait, wait, wait! I forgot to do one of the most important color. Okay. The point is, the eyes are, there's yeah. only three steps here, and she has described it as though there's 118 <laughs> steps, and well, there, there is. There's not. There's yeah. three steps. No one can learn. Oh, all right, fine. You, you get you. That's fine. You get it. That's the all right. Yeah. That's the joke. There is uh, yeah. <sighs> Slylock Fox. All right. Our next comic of the day is ah, it's the yes! Family Circus by Bill Keen. In this episode, it's titled A Child's Mind and little. Oh, oh, good this grief. Is funny. Little, yeah. little so, Jeffy. Hold on. Little Jeffy's thinking, and it's called a child's mind. So what we're going to do I, is is see how he perceives things. So I'll let you explain. I'll do I'll do the setup. So, uh, so Dad says to Mom, Bill says to Val, hey, Jeffy's getting a little horse. So what does Jeffy think's happening? Jeffy thinks he's getting a horse, like in literal. Like, he's getting a horse. Like a H-O-R-S-E as opposed to H. 
O-A-R-S-E. So instead of like getting a, a throat issue, he thinks he's getting a little horse, a little horsey. So he thinks that's funny. Now, in the next comic, Mom is feeding. Now, Jeffy is around the corner behind the wall, which is multicolored in this bizarro house they live in uh, that that is blocking off the view of the kitchen. The walls in the family circus house change every episode. It's not consistent. It's a terrifying House of Leaves situation going on there. But anyway, Mom is feeding PJ the baby, and she goes, PJ, stop dribbling. And so what does Billy, and I mean, how Jeffy think? No, he's thinking that the baby, whatever. Oh, yeah. PJ is um, dribbling a basketball. Yeah. And, and that, running with it. And he's overly upset by this, too. He looks really, oh, my goodness, the baby's playing basketball. No, he's like, oh, no. Oh, that's exactly right. And it looks like in his mind, the baby is running down the sidewalk outside with a basketball. So uh, perhaps yeah. they have the same level of supervision in the family circus house as they have over at Dennis the Menace's place. So it's a whole lot of problems going on I mean, here. and that guy's just in the street with a horse. Yeah, everybody's, the just, first panel. everybody's just running around outside with horses and basketballs. It's bedlam. It's mayhem. <laughs> it's nonsense. But I'll tell you one thing it's not. It's not funny. Yes, it is. You're wrong. <laughs> Finally today, Andy Cap is drunk. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at howlingmonkeyradio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com. 